I'm Cher Miller. I'm Jason Bradford. And I'm Rob Dietz. Welcome to Crazy Town. Quick warning, sometimes this podcast uses swear words. Language! How you guys doing? Pretty good. I'm doing well, man. It's a beautiful day. I'm a little tired. I'm a little worn out. It's uh, uh, Farming towards, life, huh? And it's towards the end of summer, and it's just it's a slog. And I just don't know how many more years I can do this, you know? Come on, tough it out. Buck up. I mean, I'll probably have to for a couple, two, three, four years maybe, but I'm already thinking about retiring, and I'm not going to stick around. Not here? I'm going to go place where the, the winters are warm and, you know, a lot of... I can just be outdoors and... and Golf. And play golf and golf. tennis and bird, mm. you know. And so I'm honestly, you know, I went I went down to Phoenix a couple times this winter. No, wait and, a and it was fantastic. I just had a blast. Wait a second. Yeah. The, Phoenix has the most awesome air conditioning in the United <laughs> States. So I, I see the allure. Well, I mean, come on, guys. Have you been there in like November, December, January, February? I've been there in July. Have you been there in the summer? <laughs> no. No, I've never been there in the summer. Yeah. Well, you don't have to experience it anyway. You just stay inside the air conditioning. Yeah. The, the cool You're thing is- You're serious here? I don't know. I mean, it's okay. Well, I, I think what you need to do is uh, prepare yourself with water resources because there's no water down there. So what you're going to want to do is get a big supply of powdered water from Amazon. <laughs> That's a well, good idea. Yeah, I, you, just you just add water. You just add water to it. <laughs> I know. I know. You, you kind of doomer types are always thinking they're going to run out of water and stuff. But look, I was listening to this episode of The Daily, you know, that New York Times podcast. Yeah, center left maybe. Yeah, it sounded like it sounded like they're handling the water situation. Oh, really? Right? Yeah. Um, there's a proposed desalination plant that's um, – they're gonna have to, they have to put it in Mexico on the on the Gulf of California and just. All uh, oh, right, because that's the closest uh, yeah. salt water. Yeah, yeah, it's uh-huh. a pipeline 200 yeah. miles from Puerto Penasco, um, and uh, there's this Israeli company, IDE Technologies. I think it's got it sorted out. Okay, look, just just listen. Let me play you a clip. Ensuring the needs and growth of the state of Arizona, as well as the entire region forever. You may call it an infinite and unlimited reverse Colorado River. <laughs> yeah. Are you catching this, guys? In- forever, the unlimited, growth, and infinite. Growth oh, of the entire it, region forever. Forever. Uh-huh. A reverse Colorado River. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, because the Colorado River is doing really well anyway right It kind of mostly flows from north to south, so they're going to make so this. Just gonna do this the is opposite. from south yeah, to north. The, right. the river itself yeah. is drying out before it reaches the Gulf of California. I wonder if their reverse one will dry out before it reaches Phoenix. Oh, it's only 200 miles, whereas the Colorado River is a lot longer than that. So, yeah, you know, it's got more issues. I, I like that it's not just infinite, but also unlimited. <laughs> yeah, forever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these guys are really selling me on this, okay? Yeah. What could go wrong? I, I've been wanting for years to desalinate the shit out of the oceans. <laughs> well, Think the- of the salt byproduct <laughs> value. Yeah, and, and I mean, that area, whatever, man. You know, hardly any people live down there. It's not a big deal. It's a desert. You know? And it's in Mexico. It's in Mexico. I mean, everything's, yeah. They're all trying to yeah. come here anyway, well, right? We'll just pay them off a little bit of money. Yeah. You know, no problem. Give them it- some... In all seriousness, this reminds me of the stated federal policy. So bear with me here. 20 years ago, I went to 
Phoenix, Arizona, yeah. your retirement spot, Jason, yep. mm-hmm. for the Department of Interior Conference. Nice. Right? So it's the the whole Department of Interior, which includes the Park Service, the Fish and Wildlife Service, the Jeez. Bureau of Land Management, Bureau of Reclamation. How big a convention center it, did you have it to was, fit in? It was humongous. Oh. Humongous. Is that a word? Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh There we are in Phoenix discussing with, I remember the Bureau of Reclamation, that's the group that builds dams and reclaims water to do irrigation. So their whole motto, their entire policy was water for the West. Mm -hmm. And no, no thought whatsoever to how much water is there. It's just the West is growing. Here we are in Phoenix. Here we have Las Vegas. Here we have all these towns across the Sun Belt that need water, they're in the desert. So we're the Bureau of Reclamation. We will provide it. Mm-hmm. End of story. So I listened to that daily episode as well, right? And, mm-hmm. and the whole thing was basically, I think they did a pretty good job because they had done some investigative work sort of looking at what the situation is with groundwater all over the country. Yeah, right? all over the nation, yeah. And it's not just Arizona that's that's mm-hmm. sucking up water faster than it could ever possibly be replenished, right? Right. It's all over the country. Yeah. But in any case, so they, they focused on Phoenix. Because they actually said, you got to stop building until you can find an alternative. Well, that's the thing. Water. So yeah. to, to what you said, Rob, you know, it's like, we got to provide water to the West. Well, the, the city of Phoenix and the state of Arizona, they're like actually sounding the alarm saying, well, we can't keep growing and building. And it was interesting to listen to this neighboring city just outside of phoenix it's all kind uh, of amalgamated into yeah, one blob one actually I, I was there blob. you can't tell any difference yeah, right. i think the it's uh, like la right? the official yeah. count it's phoenix like is now 1.75 billion trillion <laughs> kazillion square miles in, uh, i think it's about a thousand square miles or something like <laughs> that, that same actually. thing okay. you know well in the desert, tomato no tomato it doesn't <laughs> look like a desert right i, mean, I don't know they got green stuff everywhere in any case so they they uh they actually talked to the guy who's the head of the water department of this neighboring city or suburb, whatever you want to call it, called Buckeye, right? Mm-hmm. And and he actually said that 20 years ago, the population of Buckeye was 8,000 people. It's now over 100,000 people. Incredible. It's awesome. It's yeah. so good. It's great. And, you know, they were basically like, what do you mean we can't grow? You know, it was, they, it's great here. Why wouldn't you want to be here? You know, you never shovel. Totally grow. You never get to have to shovel sunshine. Yeah, and it was interesting. I want to play this clip because the New York Times journalist was talking about this. Like, well, actually, they didn't say we couldn't grow, right? They just said that we had to figure out how to get water somewhere. So let me let me play this clip for you. Okay, so Arizona's in this water crisis. Much of the state has been told they can't grow anymore, and yet these people in these suburbs are still talking about growth. How do they reconcile that? Well, remember, they've been told there's not enough groundwater, but they haven't been told they can't grow. The state has said the groundwater it has now in many key areas can't support more growth. But if they can find new sources of water, there's nothing stopping them from growing. Ah, oh, what a relief. Oh, great. I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying, guys. I don't have to worry. Yeah. You know, because, look, they know how to do big things in Arizona. Arizona, and they kept hitting this in the podcast, Arizona is used to doing big, big things that just crack your cosmic egg. Like you're thinking, this is completely batshit. Why would you ever do this? And Arizona says, hold my beer over and over (laughs) again. So for example, there's this thing called the Central Arizona Project, and it's called CAP. It lifts water over 3,000 feet over a distance of 336 miles 
from Lake Havasu, Great Party Lake, yeah. <laughs> up to Tucson using 14 pumping stations and 2.8 gigawatt hours per year of electricity. So, you know... Which is more than it takes to power a laptop, yes, apparently. Yes, it's, a, it's so a lot. That's taking fresh water. Yes. And that they're consuming that amount of, of energy to pump that fresh water out of this lake. Yeah, right? and I like, looked it up, and if you go from the Gulf of California to Phoenix, it's only about 1,000 feet. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a very gradual increase. Okay. Right? Yeah. I mean, you do have to desalinate, which, uh, yeah, they, they, they did mention that there's some worry about the extra cost for this, right? It, it's not clear that gravity works the same in that region. It, it could be cheap. Yeah. Plus, so, I mean, there's the energy cost of, of transporting it. Right. But you're talking about the energy cost of actually getting the salt out, yeah. of, out of the water. Apparently, right? that's a big freaking deal. Yeah. yeah. Who, who knew, right? Yeah. So there is some worry about how costly this is. The podcast kind of dabbles in like, you know, higher cost of water, worries about affordability and equity. And what's interesting is they talk to these folks in Mexico about this. And they're like, oh, yeah, we can't pay that much. Right. This is, I found that. So this was like a little passing thing, but it just blew my mind. Like they, they interviewed the folks in that city, right? Where they, this Israeli company wants to cite this yeah. desalination yeah. plant, right? Puerto Peñasco. And they have this New York Times crew show up. <laughs> and they never heard about this before. Right. Right? Hey, did you know this Israeli company wants to. They're basically like, going to take all of your water? Make this massive industrial project, a desalination plant in your out, city? outside your city, right here. You know, your little. Little, little tiny quiet They're fishing village. Like, How much will we get? Like none. <laughs> and uh, and like, oh no, we've never heard of this. The hubris of that. Like <laughs> to not awesome. even like this is the first they heard of it. Yeah. Right? Well, it was probably Times. it was a computer map that somebody was making in Tel Aviv or something. But the know? assumption. I, know. I mean, they're sitting here pitching this yes. to the state of Arizona, yes. and they haven't even bothered to fucking ask the people in, <laughs> yeah. in Mexico. They That's were very like, kind. Uh, the Mexicans sounded really sweet. Like, oh, we great. haven't heard of this, but yeah, maybe. We're open. Uh, yeah. It might be some problem with the environment. Yeah, well, I want to get back to the Central Arizona project for oh. a sec, because here you have this thing that has allowed the growth of Phoenix and Tucson, and it has, has let Arizona cities become what they've become. But I recently watched a movie that one of our colleagues, John DeGraff, made, and I recommend the movie. It's called uh, Stuart Udall, The Politics yeah. of Beauty. So it's oh, kind of a... Uh, biography of of Stuart Udall, who mm-hmm. was a politician on the national scene, uh, yeah, and was is he a senator? I think he was a governor of Arizona, but then I think he became was he Colorado or he was Arizona? I think Arizona. Uh, well, the Udall family. Oh, no, all yeah, the Udall family is is basically in the in the Mountain West. Yeah, I mean, yeah. senators and well, know, and then then he became the head of the Department of the Interior. Oh, big deal! And he in his later life, said that Glen Canyon Dam, which is one of the dams on the Colorado River, and the Central Arizona project were mistakes Hmm. that the current generation has to deal with the consequences. So, you know, even the politicians who sort of helped bring about these things have they enough sense to realize. They always say this at the end realize. of their life. At the end of their life, they're like, oh my God, we got but I think I actually think the Udall, we knew Randy Udall, yeah. right? Yeah, Randy was, Udall. Uh, who was part of kind of the peak oil community. Aspo, yeah. And he was a total diehard uh-huh. environmentalist conservationist. He actually died hiking on the wilderness on, on his own. I think I think there is a deep love of nature in that family. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But, but that actually raises an interesting question for me, which is we see this with highways, right? 
you know, they do highway expansion projects. They're like, God, the traffic here sucks so bad, you know, like we need to widen this highway. And then it doesn't seem to solve the problem. And it's like, it's because you've now widened the highway. And now more people are basically able to drive on it, you know? Yeah. And, and is that kind of the situation with this, this, these water projects, existing water <laughs> projects, which in a sense, they basically created the conditions for people to come in and move there and fucking have green grass right. and play golf and do whatever the hell that they're doing. Well, yeah. and, and a little bit of irony, Stuart Udall also criticized the national highway system sure. as a big mistake as well. So as, as we have in this podcast space. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I, I guess I do want to point out, just by way of context, you know, here we are talking about these cities or whatever, but most of the water is actually consumed by agriculture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and they're pumping the groundwater quite a bit as well. In agriculture, when I was there, it's interesting. There was a lot of abandoned agricultural areas in Arizona. And that itself becomes a problem because mm-hmm. now you have all this dust that's blowing and all these invasive weeds and things and so it is fascinating what's going on there where the cities are essentially saying, we need that water. It's more valuable to us. And they're paying farmers to not use that water. And, and that was quite evident as well. But yeah. they're also letting the Saudis yeah, grow the alfalfa. Grow a fucking alfalfa yeah. there because the water's cheap. Highest and best use, baby. Right? So they're growing alfalfa that they then ship yeah. to feed cows. Yeah. So they can have milk. Yeah. The cool thing is that I love the market. The, the free those, market's amazing. Those tankers have to cross the ocean, but pretty soon it's just going to be a freshwater lake after we've desalinated the whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. Well, that and the fact that all you know, everything is melted, right? right. All the uh, the ice shelves and everything. Yeah, no else, more land but... in the way. It'll be great. Yeah. Okay, so you brought up how. If we just supply more water, it, it kind of fuels the the growth mindset and the you know just more unsustainability everywhere. Well, the you know you talked about how the the crew in this podcast went down to Mexico and they're asking you know do you know about this project and, and then they spoke to an environmentalist who I thought had a really good point. This is probably the best point in that whole freaking daily episode, which is about the wastefulness that you see in Phoenix. Uh, Let's cue that one up. Of course we need water, but let me tell you something. I I travel this afternoon, I travel to Phoenix, and what I see is a society that do not recognize how important the water is Mm -hmm. and just want more water for more things that are not essential. Mm -hmm. By walking by downtown, you know, it looks like California. (laughs) Swimming pools and amazing gardens. Is, this is not right. We are living in the desert and you have to be so responsible on being a desert habitant yeah. that that changed you forever. Man, what a communist you uh-huh. I have not What do you heard... mean responsible? Who needs to be responsible? I've not heard a saner person in a long time. Like... It's not even just responsibility, but being respectful, like having a little bit of reverence for where you live. It was also interesting just to hear the um, the reporter did spend some time looking at the basically the path of what this proposed pipeline, yeah. you know, would do. And that was a riot, you know. And he and he and he basically went to visit these areas, and he he just was like, 
oh, I thought it was just kind of like empty desert and realizing there was all this abundant life and diversity. It was beautiful. He, that Oregon pipe cactus. Oregon national, pipe. Yeah. Oregon pipe cactus. Oregon, not Oregon. Yeah, not Oregon. Oregon. Oregon like the pipe, instrument. Like the instrument. Oregon pipe. Or like the body part. Yeah, <laughs> Cactus National Monument is right across the border. Yeah. And it's a straight shot through there from from Puerto Penasco to Phoenix. and Oh, but I'm sure they would spend the extra money to go all the way around, right? Nope. They, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they would. But that, what was amazing was the reporters. I mean, he's, I don't know, is he from New York or whatever? He has no clue. But yes, when you right. go to the quote-unquote desert, in many places you're you're fascinated by how lush it is and how vegetated it is. And really, it's actually misclassified. If you were to talk to an ecologist, a plant ecologist, let's say, they would call it a subtropical thorn scrub. It's actually got more water than would be typical for a desert. So that's why it's so packed with 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 life. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Well, and it, when they're in bloom, like the oh, cacti are just beautiful. Yeah, it is an incredible place. But I really, I really love this the, the, the Sonoran Desert. I was just just enthralled by it. And, and but it's so in it's the just, way of progress, God, Jason. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, who, we don't need that for sense of place. What we need is more highways, some air conditioning, a couple of skyscrapers. And to keep growing. I mean, that was the thing that was amazing to me is like this whole conversation. They're dancing <laughs> around, not even dancing. I mean, the, the, in some ways, the premise of the, of the daily episode was like, oh, maybe there's a limit to growth here. You right. Know? Right. And they, everyone's they like, no, no, no. That's ridiculous. Right. You know, we, what do you mean stop growing? We want to go from 8,000 to 100,000 to 100 million people, right? Because, like, why would we stop growing? You know, For, forever. That's insane. Yeah. Forever, forever. unlimited. Unlimited, <laughs> infinite, forever. We just got to figure out where the water comes from. Never mind the fact, what was the heat wave that, that, that they had in that area this summer? This it was summer. Like, yeah, 31 it was like, day streak of temperatures at or above 110 they, Fahrenheit, yeah, they, which is. For our our, yeah. our our Australian friends or whoever whoever's doing self half our audience there. is Australian. Yeah. F- 40, Sorry, 43 yeah. degrees. And then the low. Here's what's crazy: is that the low was like ninety seven for some of these. <laughs> oh, chilly man! You got to put a blanket on. Yeah. So yeah. you're you're getting to this point where it's unlivable, right? We've talked about wet bulb temperatures and yeah. stuff, and Phoenix is on the cusp of this now, right? Of having yeah. these series of days of wet bulb temperatures that if you can't be inside an air conditioning, you're dead. Yeah. And there's a lot of heat deaths happening in that heat wave. It was funny that that same guy who, who runs a water department for Buckeye, you know, he's talking about like, oh, what an amazing place we live in. We could just drive and we can go skiing yeah. and we can go whatever. Yeah. It's like, we don't have to shovel the shovel. Yeah, shovel you, the sunshine. You don't have to. Su- you never have don't to shovel, shovel the sunshine. sunshine. Right. I love that quote. You know, I mean, that's why I'm going down there. Look, <laughs> right, but if your air conditioning fails, yeah, you're yeah. dead. You're fucked. You're dude. dead. You're dead. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yes, water, obviously a big issue, but well, that's the thing. It's complete energy blindness. Like the amount of energy it's going to take all of it to get the water. I mean, the whole place is freaking absurd it, I, but look let's let's okay, go back okay, okay. to a little bit of sanity help uh, me the out. last quote we heard she was talking about you have to be responsible essentially i think she's saying understand where you live and i invite our our listeners to do this go on google earth and look at phoenix and then compare that to porto penasco phoenix looks all green kind of you know there's uh-huh. certainly some of that sandy brown but 
And you can totally pick out all the golf courses. You yeah. can pick out the farm fields. You can really see the lawns and all, and all that. And Puerto Penasco is very much desert brown. They're not applying water for the, like she said, you you can't just. You live in a desert. Yeah. So yeah. live in a desert. Yeah. Right. Well, okay. I, or I, leave. I will admit, okay, progressionally, that Phoenix was the most absurd place I've ever been in my life. <laughs> And uh, and so well, I went, clearly you haven't been to Vegas. <laughs> no, I've never been to Vegas. Can you believe it? So there's probably a good like. Have you been com- to ski Dubai? No, I mean I'm sure there are places that we could like. <laughs> well, we for the next parent contra- next climate conference, just going just to stop Dubai. by ski Dubai. Yeah, that's it's probably it. that's probably the hotel they'll do it at right <laughs> in, inside that that pyramid. Or I kind of want to go. Oh my gosh! They just decided let us ramp up the cognitive dissonance. Yeah. To 11. Remember like yeah. uh, Spinal Tap? Spinal Tap, yeah. yeah exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I do remember the Phoenix situation was just so freaking bizarre because like, like you say, you know you're in this desert and it's just weird as can be, right? The, the housing development, the sprawl, you're flying in and it's just like it goes on and on and on. And there's all these new developments popping up and they have water features everywhere. You're just like, I'm just like shocked. I was really happy because I was birding and there was all these like, there's all these like waterfowl that are just like super happy and all these artificial water. I went to this place called the, I mean, look at my eBird checklist. I mean, it is Phoenix where all those waterfowl like actually in flames. Okay. No, no, okay. They're on fire. Bird on fire. Okay. I got my eBird checklist up from Friday, February 3rd, 2023. And he's off. Here he goes again. Riparian preserve at Gilbert Water Ranch. 45 freaking species, okay? Oh, beautiful. I mean, cinnamon teal, northern shoveler, pintails, ringneck ducks, ruddy ducks. Tell you what, that um, northern shoveler doesn't have to shovel sunshine. <laughs> Blackneck stilt, the avocet, the sandpipers, the dowitchers, the cormorants, the pelicans, uh. the herons, the egrets. I mean, yeah, it, it makes was sense for them to be in incredible. a desert. Incredible. Well, here's what it is. It is it's like it was one of these places where, of course, the city of Gilbert is just the most hellscape place i've ever been in <laughs> i've got i've got relatives in gilbert okay i mean it's just it's just walls of concrete and boulevards <laughs> and strip malls and then cookie cutter housing developments and sounds awesome it was just like you know it's just and, and so but there's this place that's this like entire city block which is of course massive or whatever it bucks that they take all the wastewater and they just, they just pipe it in and it fills up all these ponds and it's vegetated with native plants and the birds are just like, yeah! Native, not native to what would be there if you didn't have this uh, supply of toilet water. Well, no, they are native to the region. So you can imagine there used to be all these incredible riparian zones. Like I said, this is a desert thorn scrub. Right. And there's tremendous native plant diversity in this area. So anyway... It is weird to be there, like, just in awe of the quote-unquote nature you're seeing when you know it's in this it's just yeah. insanity. But these people come across as, like, rational, right? Oh, like, God. Yes. I mean, yes. they're talking to these people like they're not insane. This is what, okay. So are they insane? Are we insane? What's what's going this on This is here? perfect. This is why, you know, we wanted to bring this episode of Daily up because it's a perfect crazy town because almost everybody that you're listening to, like these these planners, these city officials, these business people, you know, at the state level, the local level, the reporters, they're all, they're all trying to solve problems. They're all trying to serve the needs of their constituency 
they will express nuance sometimes, realizing like, you know, well, this is a challenge. Right, it's a you challenge, know, but we this can kind overcome of stuff. It. And you're just like, you realize if you were to see these people, you would say, you're a nice technocrat. You are, you're, <laughs> sure like, they an, would appreciate you're like a nice, you're elected official. You, 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 you maybe have an engineering degree and you've got an position. So you're obviously like, you're educated, you're intelligent. And at the same time, you're fucking bonkers. You're stupid. It's all fucking insane. And that's what I can't stand is that most of the time, most of the people you're looking at them, you're like, okay, you have an advanced degree. You know, you're, 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 you're happily married. You know, you've raised some good kids. They, 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 they were captain of the team. Okay. You put away for retirement. You put away for retirement in a sane way. So you, you're like an upstanding citizen and you're fucking crazy. They're all crazy. This is what I can't believe. This is what drives me crazy. Is that none of these people are actually rational. They're all bonkers. Actually, they're all bonkers. Everyone's bonkers. Uh, <sighs> I, I- but you're going to retire amongst them. <laughs> exactly. If you can't beat them, join them. But not pickleball, okay? I'm sticking with tennis. Okay. okay? That's where you draw the line. Fuck no pickleball. That's where you draw the line. Yeah. That stuff's stupid. I got to say, man, I was... So I was appreciative that The Daily had actually even decided... To, one, the New York Times had done this this yeah. investigative work looking at the groundwater. It's a big fucking and, issue. And yeah. it's right? very scary. I mean, yeah. the, yes. to me, the issue of shortages of water and then you're talking about are we going to be able to feed ourselves like that no no we're not that is uh, but actually it was really interesting because in this episode they were talking about water and why it was necessary and the things that they talked about none of it was about drinking or eating yeah. right how, it was how like long doing dishes and stuff yeah how long can <laughs> you play golf when you're uh, starving to death <laughs> but but so i was a, i'm appreciative that they they tried to do the story that yeah. they took the time to go down there they talked to environmentalists on both sides of the border like yeah. i appreciate that right For sure and I went and looked at like the comments on this piece of the New York Times website. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I was like bummed out, man. Really? Because nothing insightful. That's what you're saying. Right. You know, it's like, are there other people out there who look at this and are like, this is fucking insane? Yeah. Well, there are 30 comments. Okay, not okay. that much. Not and that the first much. one is not, hey, maybe we should think about uh, having fewer people and fewer places. This is built the unsustainable. Yeah. What do they mean about forever, infinite? You How know, about you're like, going to die here? <laughs> right. No, the first one was like, I just have to say, the plural of a cactus is cacti. This drove me crazy. The reporter is saying cactuses. Okay, okay. So Was that you? Really? Did you I did that not write that. I did not write that. But I thought about it. I thought about Fine, it. Fine, but that's the thing that I was too busy farming. Away. I was too busy farming. Right. 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 To You're it. too busy making plans to move there. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys know me. I'm the pop culture brain. It's incredible. Yeah. I really, when I, when I, really I was listening you. to this episode, okay. it took me back to Adam McKay's masterpiece, The Big Short, the movie that's based well, on a Michael is, Lewis yeah. book. The book is a masterpiece. Okay. I'm used to like 80s pop culture, maybe early 90s. This is like, yeah, this is late, two, this is like late 2000s. Or yeah. Something. So this is about the, the housing bubble and the crisis and yeah. all the crap the that went on on yeah. Wall Street. Sure. So one of the main characters in that movie is a guy uh, in book, I guess, a, a guy named Dr. Michael Burry, who mm. started a hedge fund. Nice. And so this is like a numbers guru, kind of not socially awkward guy, really good character. He's one of the people that predicted the housing market crash. And so he decided to short these mortgage-backed securities, right? Mm-hmm. So, And he's one of the people that just made a bazillion dollars and, you know, betting against the housing market. 
And the very end of the movie, they're kind of saying, where what happened yeah. to these characters? I love that part. Yeah. And so they tell you the story, what happened to Michael Burry. He moved to Phoenix. So this is this is what was <laughs> this is what was printed on the screen. Okay. It said, Michael Burry contacted the government several times to see if anyone wanted to interview him to find out how he knew the system would collapse years before anyone else. No one ever returned his calls, <laughs> but he was audited four times and questioned by the FBI. <laughs> then it fades to black, and this is what comes up. The small investing he still does is all focused on one commodity, water. Oh, there we go. Yeah. yeah. And I was just thinking like, oh my God, yeah. we're just so stupid. We're so it? stupid. Oh. I got to say, you know, maybe there's something I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to play a race card. I don't want to do identity politics here, but, but maybe there's something about like uh boomer white people, man. Thinking that they can move to some desert. I'm not a boomer. I'm Gen know? X. Okay. Well, you're, you know, you're <laughs> I'll be, aging. I'll, I'll be a young Phoenix. In, in, <laughs> Great. You'll, yeah, yeah. you'll lower the yeah, uh, average. average age yeah. by, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. But you know, is there something about like like us white well, folks that I think it's a whole Western culture ideology, right? It's not about reverence for a place. It's about I'll live where I want, when I want, and treat things how I want, and I can turn on the switch to make myself comfortable. There's that, but then there's also this this thing of like the planet, nature. Somebody's trying to send you a message. Mm. Like, but you don't hear what you're doing. Not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Maybe think again. And it reminds me of this great clip from uh, you know Eddie Murphy when he was like super young, like okay, late teens, early twenties, doing stand up. He, he has an even bigger potty mouth than you do, a yeah. Share. So I want to play this. Okay. I, I want to play this for you. Okay? All right, maybe it. it's it's the message that that folks need to hear. In the Amityville Horror, a ghost told them to get out the house. White people stayed in there. Now that's a hint and a half for your ass. A ghost say, get the fuck out. I would just tip the fuck out the door. <laughs> they walked and looked in the toilet bowl. was blood in the toilet. They said, that's peculiar. <laughs> that's peculiar. I would have been in the house and said, oh, baby, this is beautiful. We got a chandelier hanging up here, kids outside playing. It's a beautiful neighborhood. We ain't got nothing to wear. I really love them. This is really nice. Get out. Too bad we can't stay, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. So- that's it exactly nice. get yeah. out that's what everyone that the freaking heat wave how come how come after this summer there aren't a line of cars like leaving phoenix right like why is it phoenix housing just completely crashed in value at this so that's point? our that's our new do the opposite is <laughs> get uh, out growth no shrinkage leave phoenix get out i know i get know out. Well, I'm gonna be looking for, uh, you know, you're talking about shorting water, I guess, right? Or, or not shorting no, water. No, you you buy the farmland that has water rights. Right. Yes. No, I'm thinking. I I want to look to see what the over unders are on the the expiration date for the city of Phoenix, and I'm going under on that one. Yeah, but the problem is Vegas will die first, so you can't even <laughs> place can't, that bet. I can't. I can't cash out. <laughs> That's a good question. I can't cash out. Too bad. <laughs> That's our show. Thanks for listening. 
If you like what you heard and you want others to consider these issues, then please share Crazy Town with your friends. Hit that share button in your podcast app or just tell them face to face. Maybe you can start some much needed conversations and do some things together to get us out of Crazy Town. Thanks again for listening and sharing.